SMQBs, this is episode 142, I think, right? 142? Yeah. You know it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome Happy back. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome yeah. yeah. And Three welcome back. We finally have a full yeah. slew of SMQBs here. team here. Right All right. Um, hey, Mill. Big day. Why don't you give us your, your number of the day? Uh, one. That is how many coaches since the 1970 merger that have gone back to back fired from a team. Frank Reich accomplished that feat today. Did not know that. That's great. Wow. How fired you got? from the Colts, fired from the Jack. I mean, back to back seasons? Back to back seasons. Wow. We called it. We called it last Monday, baby. You did. You did. House, give us your number. My number is 2.5, which is the number of points the 49ers are favored by at the 10 and 1 Eagles this Sunday. Only oh, two, wow. Only two and a half? Only two. three had... earlier in the day. Yeah, it's going down. Uh, Pope, give us your number 31. That's the number of yards that Alabama <laughs> had forced and goal from their uh, 31 when. Uh, uh, the miracle play at the Iron Bowl occurred. Uh, we'll talk uh, about that later. Roll time. Uh, <laughs> Rooster, give us a number. 70 and 80. There we go. It's how old both of each of my Achilles feel. Uh, but also, <laughs> 70 points is what the Broncos gave up to the Miami Dolphins in week three. And in the past five games against Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, Minnesota, and Cleveland combined, they've only given up 80 points. Oh, that's wild. Wow, defense has come alive, baby. That's, that's Bro, a good one. Straight stat. All right. Nice. And uh, mine is 96. That's the number of days until the next F1 race. Bahrain. <laughs> Bahrain. Got to root for something. March 2nd. Um, is that right, the guys. beginning of the next season already? Yeah, yeah 96 days. No, 90 days. Start That's testing crazy. in a couple weeks. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's get into it. NFL week. What was this? Week 12? 12. Week 12 week in the 12. book. Yeah. Uh, the end of the season can't get here soon enough for some of us, but we'll keep talking about, about the games that matter. How some. Um, Take us on our journey through week 12. I just want to get straight to milk. I just want to get straight to him. I just want to Let's grab the it. bull by the horns. Wow. Let's and go. I just I just want to have you start ripping on the Eagles so we can just get it out of the way. Because I have had enough of your kind. I sat next to, he was four. There was a Patrick Michler sitting four seats to my right wearing Bill's Zubaz pants. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> they have a collar shirt on Shooting off at the mouth. Oh <laughs> and, my God. The guy I, just gets back from a vacation and he's fucking over the top. <laughs> I, I could not. What, 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 did you have to be happy for a full week while you were in Europe and now yeah. you're back and you're like getting it's it out of your like, system? Like, get it out. Get it out. There's too much serenity in my life. I need to go. Back to an Eagles game and take it all out on milk. I uh, I need <laughs> to create drama where none exists. 
Oh, Why can't God. these people just let me enjoy a game in peace? I want to come back from a vacation and just enjoy an ordinary game. Instead, I had three convent Bill's sisters sitting behind me who just this one lady kept going Buffalo and get oh get get in overtime finally turned her around and said shut the fuck up whoa sister oh. <laughs> to a nun well they weren't really nuns they weren't really nuns but you guys uh regular season doesn't matter we all know if if you're not first you're last uh what the eagles are doing right now is beyond impressive um they have according to ESPN analytics the hardest six game streak in NFL history in NFL history Cowboys up, you mean? Cowboys Chiefs Bills Niners Cowboys Seahawks they're 3 and 0 in the first 3 out of 6 games and in those 3 games they're 10 for 10 in the red zone they in the last 4 games have been behind by 10 points in every game and won all of them. Jalen Hurts is the first quarterback to win 14 straight games against teams with a winning record since at least 1950. And the Eagles record against 500 plus teams is 5 and 0 and the rest of the NFC East combined is 0 and 14. So well, let's, it's, look, not, let's, it's not let's, just let's, it's not just the past 3 games plus the next 3. You've got for the next six games, you've got San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, which is now falling apart. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. The worst, the worst case scenario You're almost for the done Eagles with your gauntlet. is 14 and three this year, I think. That's worst case scenario. Yeah, that's worst case. That's assuming let San Francisco and Dallas. But wait a minute, we have split to split with you, but thing. I don't even think that's gonna happen. Dallas is trash. Please don't put them in there as a good team. Okay, let's just let's just not. Well, I'm not. Concerned. That's why I'm saying worst it's case scenario. They, have, they 14, haven't beaten a team. They could. Over they could be. Yeah, they could. They could be. They could be a one loss team at the end of this year. The Eagles could be 14 and three and and playing a wild card game. No. No. Um, no. Why no. you're gonna you're gonna win all the tie breaks? Well, wait a second. If what if Dallas wins out, including being the Eagles? You're still going to win the tie breaks. Why? In the conference, you have a better conference. You have a better conference. Well, only, You'll always only, the, only the one seed has the bye, right? Isn't that where we yes. are now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one and two seed. No? No, no I think one. only the one seed gets a bye. There's seven, there's seven teams. The number one seed, each conference gets the bye. That's why it's so important. It's going to be exactly like last year. Dallas is going to be the five seed, go on the road to the shitty NFC South team and destroy New them. Orleans or Atlanta or who fucking cares? Atlanta, yeah. yeah. Who, did, who did Dallas play last? Washington? Yeah. On, on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. So you've yeah. got Seattle, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, yeah. Washington. Yeah. Dal- Dallas is not likely to win out. No. 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 No, they're likely to get the number one wild card, and they're likely to do what they did last year, win that game, uh, and then go on the road probably to Philly and lose. House, does it worry you that you're playing your best football now and that you're gonna you you've peaked too soon? That's gotta be a concern in Philadelphia, right? In the back of everyone's head. According to Rondé Barber. 
we're 10 and one and we haven't even come close to playing our best football yet. And I agree with him. We've not put 60 minutes together. He knows, right, Milk? Well, what? He knows. Are are you are you comfortable continuing to go on this? We're down by ten in the third and fourth quarter against you know good teams, uh, and then just turn it on and win uh, in the last couple minutes, which is what you've been doing. I mean, that's a dangerous way yeah. to continue. I think some could look at that and say that Philadelphia is eking by and that they are prime for an upset. I look at it as it puts hair on your balls. Yeah. No, no question, I, but it's not a way to it's not a way to go through an NFL season. I think games in the playoffs, many games in the playoffs are won in the fourth quarter in last minute drives. And I think the Eagles are learning how to do that right now in a risk free situation. Other than the risk of injury, you can if they had lost last night, they probably still had a good chance to win the NFC. Uh you know, have have the buy in the NFC. Um, you don't want to put yourself in those situations. Nick Sirianni doesn't. Jalen Hurts is very upset how he played in the first half of the last few games. He knows he's got to figure that out. But I do think it does put hair on your balls. I do think they're yeah, killed for. But the law of averages. I mean, I, I think kind of what Pope's saying is the the law of averages says you're not going to pull out. You're not going to keep pulling out those games, right? That's- Probably uh, true. The Vikings did, except they've done four weeks in a row. Well, yeah. the Vikings did. You're right. The Vikings did, and everybody kept saying they were yeah, a fraud. They lost, and they the got playoffs. they got exposed as soon as they got to the playoffs. Now, the I'm not Giants. I'm not putting the Eagles in that category. No, no. Um, but but I'm just saying I think there is something to to be said that you know it's it sometimes that you know it's great to be able to come back, but you know you only have so many comebacks in you, right? I mean. I'll tell you what's killing me about this whole thing is the Giants were primed, as you know, to pick Devontae Smith and, you know, watched helplessly while that got swiped away from them by the Eagles and then fucked up the rest of that draft. He is turning into a goddamn killer, that guy. He's such a mild-mannered person. He is turning into a killer. He, He Every time the chips are down, he just calmly makes a great catch for a first down he, between Jalen Hurts and him. And now you throw in Jake Elliott. My God. Yeah. It's, was, it's Jake Elliott. I, mean, I had no stones. doubt that kick was going in and I was going to text it. And I knew that I would get fucking screamed at by Toby for jinxing the team then if he didn't. So I, I actually didn't put it in text, but there was no way he was missing that kick. I mean, I think he's better than Tucker at this point. He, he's, he's the most reliable, best kicker. Uh, in the NFL, I, I think. Well, you could argue that the Bills kicker has more talent than Jake Elliott, but you put that guy in the same situation and you think he's going to miss it. You mean you mean the Ravens kicker, Tucker? No, the Bills kicker. They oh, have a oh. talented kicker who just oh. doesn't hit the... He uh, just doesn't have uh, ice in his veins like Jake Elliott does. I think he's got more leg strength an ability, but I would take Jake Elliott over him in every big situation. So on 58-plus yeah. yard field goals, Jake Elliott is 4-for-4 four four in his career, 100%, and Justin Tucker is 3-for-13. Yeah, Justin, Justin yeah, Tucker's yeah, it seems to be declining before our very eyes this year. Yeah. Well, look, Kaus, I thought that was game of the year so far. But that I was, agree. I, I do amazing. agree. I think Jake, been, El- Jake really Elliott is your there. best player. <laughs> I, I do think that's. I, I I agree with you on that, House. 
Jake Kelly is the best player. All right. Well, listen, I you guys probably want to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Milk, you want to talk mm, about not really Colts? Oh, no. The Colts. I, don't, I, don't, I never want to talk about that team again. I was really excited that Trask was the Trask era was starting and then Baker came in. Baker's not your problem. Can I go back to something about the Eagles? Do you know what is absolutely fucking amazing to me? And I saw it yesterday firsthand. The Eagles. The Eagles, besides the Eagles. So I watched the Bucks game at 1 o'clock, and I saw a team get down to the one-yard line, first and goal from the one, and not score a point. Or excuse me. Yeah. Score a field goal. Your field goal. Uh, which, which is literally almost impossible to do. Um, but the Eagles, the way the reason that the Eagles will keep winning and I think keep can come back from from behind is you literally score every time you're in the red zone. I well, I don't know what stat you gave earlier, but ten out of ten. It's all it's a it's a fucking touchdown like every time. All you have to do is get the ball to about the three on third down, and then, the, and then you just and the two tush plays. Tush. Well, when, when not only that, in. but if if Jalen Hurts drops back in the pocket and gets ahead of steam. And is right. running towards the goal line. There, other than maybe some defensive tackles, he can run over just about everyone on the opposing defense. Well, the the, the, the other thing to talk about the whether or not the Eagles have played their best football yet. Jalen Hurts still was wearing the knee sleeve yesterday. He has not yeah. actually been unleashed yet, like for the running game. So he's he's not fully a hundred percent. And they're winning games like this. In any so, case, so have we tickled the Eagles' balls enough now that we can can we stop with the? It's I do. Philadelphia against the world. I mean, like what 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 else do we need to do? I mean, I just need throw to them it. or what? I feel. I just, I just house. I just want you to admit that if you had gone to that game, and everybody was just serene and calm, and were like, "Yeah, the Eagles are great." That probably would have pissed you off. I think you had more fun with <laughs> yeah. those nuns right. irritating you than you would have. <laughs> you wanted Otherwise. to build mafia. <laughs> the guy, the guy to my right, real. You remember when Bison said? Or I think, I think he gave a punch to the. I thought. Yes, he did. A, a punch specific was, guy in a specific seat. Yeah. Oh yeah, for selling the seats for for selling the seats to the opposing fans. I, that does bum me out. Like I do want to enjoy it with Eagles fans around me. It is really annoying to turn behind me and see that the person sells the tickets every game. Oh my God. Go fuck yourself. I mean, seriously, you guys have like three fans from the other team there. Try coming to DC. It's 75% fans for the other team. Sorry. I am. I, let me, I'm sorry. I can't find my violin. It's so fucking small. I'm looking the, for wait Eagles a minute. Fans. It's all green there. It's all that disgusting Kelly green. When you go up there, it's literally the yeah. thing I admire most about the Eagles. Oh, there I said it. I admire something about them, but they packed that place. So you had the one Buffalo fan in the whole place near you. All right. Let me, ask, oh, it, let me, let, yeah, milk. It's annoying as shit. And by the way, is it the same person that you sent us the picture of the Dallas Cowboy fan? Is this the same guy selling his ticket? Yes. Yes. That's, oh, that does <laughs> suck. That's annoying as shit. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We had the Dallas serial killer in one seat, and the next time you had a Buffalo. (laughs) The guy that had gotten out of prison the week before. Yeah, the convicts dressed as nuns (laughs) the next game. 
Are, guys, there, are there any teams that matter in the NFL other than the I wanna, Eagles? I'm just just checking. I, I, well, just I really, promised. I promised my associate we would talk about the Steelers. I told them they were on the agenda. Well, okay, I, there, well, I want to talk about the Steelers. Them. We can go there now because I want I want to talk about the Steelers and the Lions with you guys. But let's start with the Steelers. Are 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 they are they okay now with the new offensive coordinator? They must be. Hey, Najee Harris got finally unleashed. Coaching matters. That's what I take away from that game. 421 total yards after a, a, you know, three quarters of a season of drudgery where Najee Harris would get a straight hand off and run into a stone wall most of the game. Okay, but they they scored 16 points. Yeah, I know, but they their quarterback threw for 278 yards and they gained 421 yards. It's a good step in the right direction. And now they need to score in the red zone. Um, but I mean, shit, they've got this guy Pat Freermuth. Freermuth, I can never pronounce his name. They never even used him until that last game. Now all of a sudden they're throwing passes to him in the middle of the field and the and the whole field's opening yeah, up. They, and they never used him while he was on my fantasy team. Yes, right. Fantasy. Can you ask your associate why they won't pass to George Pickens? They did last year. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, of course, my associate all year has been saying Matt Canada must die. So uh, this this is the post Matt Canada era. I think they're going to continue to impress. Hey, from a fantasy perspective, I like it. We're Najee. <laughs> oh, I bet you do, B. John Robinson. So, what <laughs> yeah, right. What a who's, fucking who's joke of win? a trade that was, huh? <laughs> yeah. The middle of the night. Bruce, Dude, the, that head was to the head, middle of the night. <laughs> head that? to head playing the last game of the season. Just I, I know that's not the actual schedule, but the last game of the season, let's say it's all the marbles for the AFC North. Who is it between the Steelers and the Ravens? Ravens. I would say close. the Ravens, Ravens. I would say there should be the Ravens, not even close, but the Steelers have a way of pulling that stuff out, don't they? They do. They do. Tomlin. They the I don't Bengals know what you can say about Tomlin. Doesn't matter. They just keep hanging in there uh, long enough to get into the playoffs, and then their defense. And if this if this offense continues to improve, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against them against the, the Ravens. The, the Ravens, Ravens. You never know what you're getting. Week to week, you the Ravens but I, seem but really fast. The, the oh, Ravens, yeah. I think the Ravens I'll have take, a good chance to get the number one seed now. Yeah, I, the I'll take Chiefs the Ravens defense well. against Kenny Pickett. The but, the second by the way, most we hit the nail on the head with Zay Flowers this offseason. Yeah, he's turned out to be the real deal. I thought the second most entertaining game besides the Eagles Bills of all things, you would have never ever guessed this. Was the Jaguars Texans? Yes. Yeah. yeah that was a good game. Was great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was a great game. Those are Stroud. two very good teams. Stroud's the real deal. Yeah, he really is. He's as composed as as a as a veteran quarterback already. They're hovering in the uh, wild card still, and I think they will the whole way. I I know that Trevor Lawrence obviously was the first pick. All right. You know, Calvin Ridley, Etienne. It's not like there's like they're not oozing talent. I just think I think Peterson's a really good coach, and as a team, they're very very impressive football team. Very impressive football team. They could also, you know, if the Chiefs are dealing with injuries, if the Dolphins don't get it together and they're dealing with injuries, I think the Jaguars could still surprise this year. I really do. 
Well, and even though nobody's a superstar, if you've got Ridley throwing Kirk and Engram, at least you've got some fast guys who are getting open. Unlike what the Chiefs have, these their guys can't get open, and when they get open, they can't, they can't catch. catch the ball. So we we we've talked a little bit about C.J. Stroud and and Trevor Lawrence there, and I, I got a question: Are we where are we on Justin Herbert at this point? He, he he needs doesn't he's, seem he, to he might as well have Matt Canada as his head coach. Well, I mean yeah. his record is five hundred. So are you willing to call him just an just a guy? I would take him on my team every day with a good coach. I don't know. I think he's I think he's got pure quarterback talent. I'm not sure his decisions are all between the ears are there and he he throws a lot throws a lot of bad picks that aren't dialed up by coaching. I, I'm like not you guys. I'm not sold. Deck. Just a guy. Yeah, I'm not sold either. I mean, he. God, I, I want to like him. I, I want to think he's great. I mean, I saw him play, you know, in person, and just thought he was so smooth and big, and and just has a cannon. But it seems like every chance he has to come down and win a game. They don't get it done. Look, did, and I the, agree uh, about the coach, but ah, who the hell did they play this this yesterday? Was it the Raiders? The Ravens. The, Ra- the, Ra- the Ravens. 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 First, first series, he hits Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen fumbles the ball. Very next series, he hits uh, Ekelar. Ekelar fumbles the ball and loses it. That's two. Now you're behind two whole series where you haven't had an opportunity. He's always trying to press because between his his teammates and his shitty coaches he's always playing from you know a hole i just think if you give that guy the right the right surroundings he's going to be a star you know who yeah. led the chargers in rushing yesterday last night probably herbert herbert yeah they can't run the ball they got a great running back can't run the ball have they've had issues all year their o line sucks he doesn't have a lot of help. Well, they spent more money than most teams on their defense, and their defense sucks. I think we're going to come back to them in a minute, but but one more team we got to talk about is Detroit, right? Yes. Yeah, that's who I – yeah. Track in the armor or just uh, one-game aberration? Was, was that so typical, by the way? Thanksgiving at Detroit. Right, Detroit's, so Detroit's supposed so to lose on Thanksgiving. And, like, they lose the game. Well, but so they're not a different team. They continue to do what they do. I don't think so. I have no faith in them. I have no faith in them that whatever crack is a is a huge bridge, whatever you want to call it, in the armor. It's it, They're pretenders. I declare them pretenders right now. I, I disagree. Yeah. I think we're... we're you guys sound like we all sounded after the uh, Jags got their asses whipped by the 49ers and we called them frauds and said they were nothing. And then the next game, they came back and showed that they're still a very good team. The Lions will probably do that next week against the Saints. I think Goff has been in a two-game funk. If he can get out of it, they're back to being a really good team. If Dallas has right. to go to Detroit, in the playoffs, Pope, how how are you feeling about that? Good. I feel fine with that. Dallas should whip them. They should yeah. whip them. Really? I, I don't think we'll get that opportunity. 
Can I ask? I, I hate to talk about Dallas because I only want to talk about the Eagles, but why? We we know. Um, yeah, we're aware. Did I like? Did I miss hear what Jerry said after that win? Like it was like no. I was going to mention that. Well, what did Pope, he say? He said that it was like better than anything, including a better Super Bowl. than all the Super Bowls. His happiest day in football ever. He was just so, you know, he he was in Dolly love. It was awful. It was what? It was so pathetic. He he declared it the greatest day for Dallas Cowboy football that he had been an owner. That game. Why? Because of Dolly Parton? Because Bland had his, you know, pick six to set the NFL record. Because Dak is playing, you know, the best ball he's been playing. They They look like a juggernaut and they had Dolly Parton in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit. And she was kissing Jerry's ass. That's why they beat the commanders with a JV defense and no defensive coach. Exactly. No, we had a, well, we had a, but to me that speaks volumes though. I mean, my, my larger point house is it speaks volumes to Jerry Jones mentality uh, is, you know, he he's for whatever reason, he's content being who, who he is, how the Cowboys are. I know he talks about wanting to win Super Bowls, but no owner says what he did and really thinks that they're going to win a Super Bowl. Just doesn't. I it's wouldn't like to that, You think he's, he's not, do you think he may be just a tad demented? <laughs> you mean like demented or have dementia? Both. <laughs> All the above. You know, I think I'm he says some you, stuff. He was, Look. he was swooning over Dolly. I mean, it's just, yeah, it was just awful. <laughs> well, that I let Dolly sort it out. wasn't her fault. It was just Jerry. Well, House, you, you, House, you, you touched on it. Um, you know, we've had some firings now, and, and we've talked about it. We, you know, the Commanders fired Jack Del Rio, their their defensive coordinator. Uh, I guess um, Frank Reich was fired. Um, what what else are we looking at out there? Raiders, as far as Raiders, the Raiders fired, fired their guy. Nick, Josh McDaniel. I don't know why that guy keeps getting shot, but um, what else are we looking at at this point? Who's on the hot seat? And is anybody going to get canned before the season's over now? I, mm-hmm. I think the Chargers are going to fire Brandon Staley this week. You think they are? Or you uh, want week? them to? You said that. I think they're yeah. going to. I think they're going to see that the pan- the Panthers fi- finally listened to the SMQBs, and they should too. That's. I think that will happen. <laughs> uh, Todd Bowles will get fired this year, but they, I don't know. They won't. Th- this is a this is a pretty good time for Staley to be a coach. They're playing at the Patriots this week. Like if Staley, I would say if they lose the Patriots, to fire him at the end of the game. But I think they're going to pace the Patriots. The guy was hired be- as a supposed defensive guru, and their defense is so bad that they made Jordan Love look like the way I feel about Justin Herbert. He's, he's a, he, he's not even good at what he's supposed to be good at. Is, uh, is Salah safe in, in New York? No, he shouldn't be, but I think he's safe because I think that his owner, Woody Johnson is behind all these stupid decisions that have put the jets in a hole. What about Todd Bowles? He's gone. He's gone, right? This year. No, at the end of the year, the Glazers never fire in season. What about then? There's Ron Rivera. He's gone, right? Gone. Well, Ron's gone. I mean, they're not going to. I, I think Ron will stay this year um, through the season at this point. 
um, interesting, interesting piece in the Washington Post about why they shouldn't. It was opinion piece. I don't remember who wrote it, but why it would be unfair to be enemy to fire Ron and make the enemy an interim head coach. And it had all sorts of statistics in there about the number of interim black head coaches who have gotten, you know, the interim tag and then immediately lose it uh, and don't get the actual job. There, uh, there, there's been some talk about making a enemy being the de facto head coach and Rivera being the de facto defensive coordinator. Is, is that being talked about in DC at all? Well, I mean, Rivera is going to be calling the plays now on defense um, right. moving forward since he fired Jack. But look, the, the the reality is everybody in that organization from the president of football operations down is going to get fired at the end of the season. In fact, with our draft picks in our cap room, I can't believe I'm saying this, but with new ownership and the draft picks and cap space, they're saying it's actually the most sought after uh general manager position in the NFL that'll be available this year mm-hmm. because they have ownership that seems legit. Dan Snyder's not there. We have $90 million in cap space and we have five picks in the top 100. So they're saying it's, it's actually going to be the most sought after job um, in the NFL. So. Well, for your sake, I hope it's not Belichick. Yeah, me does, too. That would that would be terrible. That would be awful. Does, that would does, be terrible. Yep. Does Dennis Allen get fired after this year? Saints coach. Uh, probably. I think Eberflus does. Not if they win does. the division. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll come down to winning. They're going to win the division. Well, I don't think they're going to win the division. No, they're not going to win. Who, who are or, the Falcons? The yeah. Falcons. Yeah. The Falcons. yeah. They're just going to run the ball over all, all this suck. weakness. They all suck. What about Eberflus? Oh, Eberflus is gone. Wow, How about guys or after the year? How about uh, Brian Dable? No, he's fine. No, he's fine. What about the guy in Buffalo? Um, he's, he's McDermott. McDermott. No. No? He, I think so. I don't think could, they fire him. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I'm curious to see if he comes back or not is Pete Carroll. I wonder what he does. Hmm. And he's been around a while. Yeah. I could see him retiring. Seventy-two, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think like for example, Vrabel is is on a bad team with a bad record, but he's a good coach, and I don't Very think good. he's on. He's not on the hot seat. No, he's on. Um, although I've heard I've heard the idea that that New England trades for him uh, to bring him into New England. Um, what about uh, there was another one I was going to ask about Sirianni. That's the only one I can <laughs> you know, no. you would do anything to have him be your coach of any of your shitty teams. Wow. <laughs> Including your hockey team. Let me ask this. Oh, what about McCarthy? What about McCarthy? Well, if they what if they lose the first going round anywhere? Of the, if they lose playoffs, out? like they always do. If, no, if they lose in the first round of the playoffs. He's the perfect yes man. He's not oh, if they if they lose in the first round, i.e. to a really shitty Falcons or Saints or even Bucks, yeah, you're fired. Yeah, if they go on the road point. and lose to Philadelphia in a close game, no, you're not fired. You're coming back and same old, same old. All mm-hmm. right, let me ask this last thing. On don't lose, don't lose to the Cardinals. That's that's what they should, you know, that's the answer. Don't lose to the Cardinals. We know that the we know that the Giants are bad 
at a lot of things, but could they be possibly worse at tanking? Like, oh. <laughs> God, the legend God. of Devito grows. God damn it! I think no. it's really hard Tommy to tank D. in the NFL. I, I don't. I, I do don't too. think you really tank. I mean, you know, the game is so physical and personal, and and you know, if you start tanking, you really just have to have such a loser mentality. I think the Patriots and, were tanking. Yeah, you think that you think that missed field goal was an accident? No, and I think they 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 were like, "Who's the worst quarterback on our team?" Oh, let's start him, Mac Jones. I mean, but, then, but you if can't you're a team, the football that bad. If you're a team like the Giants Zappy? and you put all these young, hungry guys in, like Jalen Hyatt, who hadn't gotten a lot yeah. of time this year, they started him. He played great. They put in Tommy D, and he's like, of course, he's going to play his his he's, ass off in front of his parents. And kickers, I mean, kickers know that their job is like week to week as it is. They're not missing right. field goals on purpose. They're they're trying to stay in the NFL. It's too early to to tank. Yeah. I mean, it might happen. Like it's well known in Tampa that we tanked the second half of the last game of the year to get Jameis Winston. Like we were winning the game and word came down to lose. But to lose. You know, that's the second Just half lose, of baby. the last game. Just lose, baby. You play uh, to win the game. But not right? this early. Not not this early. Yeah, but the prize. Right. We're not taking. We're just losing because we suck. I think I've gotten three in a row in the Plaxicos. Can we please talk yes, about that? Yes, you have. I, can we please Yes, get there? you have. You've made a hell of a comeback. Yes, that's Bison right. has won three in a row. Uh, House has won three in a row. Damn it. Speaking Damn of streaks, film, speaking of streaks, <laughs> Milk has lost three in a row. Because <laughs> he put me in a corner. <laughs> he must be from Tampa. Milk, you don't have to be baited into picking the opposite of house every week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so last week, house took the Colts minus two and a half versus the Bucks. Colts won 27-20, covered with a win for house. Candy Milk, for Milk gets his dander up and says, oh, okay, I'll take the Bucks plus two and a half. And they got whooped by seven. So he lost his third straight. Pope had the most heartbreaking loss of all. He correctly picks the Eagles, but the line was three and a half, and they won by three. Oh, so he takes a tough loss. Only they let them take the extra the point in overtime. Yeah, tough oh. loss for Pope on the loss. Bison, three-win streak, takes the Steelers, minus one over the Bengals. They won by six. And I took the Dolphins, minus seven and a half, over the hapless Jets, and they won 34 to 13. So again, we have lost track of the tally here. Who's in first? I have a feeling that it's House, then me, and Milk has fallen out of the lead with his three game losing streak. We don't have the tally? I don't know. We have to go back and Can't when House was when House was gone in his trial, we lost track. House left left it. We get like oh, um, I'm sure we can put it together. We Bison's, can put it together. We just have we to. get Bison's cousin to listen to all of them. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, cousin Justin can figure it out. So week thirteen, let's talk, Mister Three Game Win Streak House. Who do you have? Uh, speaking of uh, the Titans and their good coach Vrabel, I. I think their record is worse than that team is. I think they're better than four and seven. They are home. They are also home dogs 
getting two and a half from the visiting Colts, the Colts. So I'm taking the Titans plus two and a half at home. All right. Okay. And now Interesting. Bison. He let the, the Bucks stay in peace. Bison, you're the next guy with a three-game win streak. What, who are you picking? Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, my theory that Cincinnati is uh, just cooked and can't compete. Uh, and I'm going to take Jacksonville giving eight uh, to Cincinnati. All right. Wow. That's a huge spread. Yeah, it is. All right. Pope, who do you have? So I'm, I'm on the Steeler bandwagon. I got Steelers <laughs> at home against the cards, giving five and a half, according to my, my sheet. What do you guys have? Is that right? Five and a half. It was five and a half earlier. Right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah, it changes. Still is. Yep. Against the cards, cards. right? Yeah. Yep. Milk, speaking of streaks, let's try to turn yours around. Who are you uh, taking? Uh, what, what's the line in the 49ers Eagles game? Actually, I don't need the line. I'll take the 49ers. Good. Yes. Their 49ers are given two and a half. Good. Please. Our favorite? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Home dog. All right. Mm-mm. Too good. I respect. What the hell, House? I am gonna. St- I'm. Choose I'm one. gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with the Dolphins and go Dolphins giving nine and a half to the Commanders on the road. Yep. Ooh, I like that. No, wait, no. I'm gonna change that. Oh God! Of course. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Cowboys at home, giving eight to the Seahawks, who are a broken mess. I would not want to be playing Tyreek in fantasy this week. He could have 300 yards and six touchdowns. Oh. Sure it's eight. It's eight and a half. Lucky right, me. I'll, I'll take it. All right. That's the NFL. All right. Hey, um, milk. We got to do a little college football, but between you and Pope, we got to do this quick here. We're, we're uh, start us off. Stop How do you do it quick? Come on, so get, get the get script. To it. Tear right, up the well, script and let's go. I don't yep. have a script other than other than the Iron Bowl. Great, uh, great inning uh, finish. I was uh, with Papa Pope at the annual Iron Bowl Pope watching party, and uh, I, I think I, I checked on him. I think he's okay, but what a what a heartbreaker <laughs> for those poor Auburn fans. And you know, I got to tell those Auburn coeds stop going to the game and crying when you lose because you become a national meme so just stop it all right <laughs> that being said alabama should have been out of the college football playoff but thanks to uh the grave digger miracle they are playing georgia uh with uh one loss georgia is undefeated um you got the one loss teams that's really where it's going to come down to you got oregon uh ohio state texas and alabama that's the way they're ranked in both polls uh, so you have to see what's going to happen in the uh, the championship games. Michigan, Iowa should not be close. Michigan beat Ohio State once again, three in a row. Ryan Day on the ropes. Uh, Washington, Oregon. Washington is actually a dog <laughs> by seven and a half points against wow. Oregon. And they're undefeated. Uh, wow. So the obviously the odds makers and everyone else likes Oregon. Uh, then Louisville is playing Florida State without uh, their quarterback, 
but Louisville just lost to Kentucky, so I don't know how much opposition they're going to provide. Uh, and then Texas plays uh, a Oklahoma State team that just continues to win barely, and they're not that good, and Texas should win that game. So what, what you're looking at is potential chaos, and, and I'm just going to assume for the purpose of this conversation, Alabama beats Georgia. Otherwise, it's a boring conversation. If Alabama beats Georgia, you're going to have these teams with one loss, Georgia, Alabama, I think Oregon beats Washington. So Washington, Oregon, um, Ohio State, and then Texas, all with one loss. Uh, So I would put Michigan in the college football playoff, and then you got to figure out who the other three are. Does Florida State, even though they're undefeated, uh, with a without their star quarterback, do they get a slot when the eye test tells you that they're not one of the top four teams? I don't know. I think they're at the most risk of being an undefeated team. Um, so look, I mean, what do you do? Alabama lost to Texas head to head. That still is going to haunt them uh, going into the consideration. But if Alabama beats Georgia, they'll beat somebody who hadn't lost in three years. So, uh, so I, I just I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? What's going to happen? I think if Bama, the, their worst nightmare scenario is Bama beating Georgia and Florida State beating Louisville. They want they need Florida State to lose to Louisville. Yeah, because Georgia's. I think Georgia's in regardless. What? I don't think you knock out Georgia if they lose to Alabama. They're in no I, matter what. I have no. I'm, I haven't seen that at all. I've You're going to knock Georgia out. I mean, yeah, maybe not, maybe knock Georgia out, out if they lose to Alabama. I, that's what I've been seeing. Really? Yeah. Wait a I second, Pope. Some some no between way. Washington. I seen, between Washington, well, and Oregon, you gonna, you're going to put Georgia in over Alabama after they just got beat by Alabama. No, I'm saying Georgia and Bama could both get in. Yeah, and knock and knock who out? What about Texas when they win? Texas beat Alabama. That's going to be the de- the debate is is who goes in Bama or Texas? Well, then and you got, do they go? Well, then you got Michigan, who's going to be undefeated. They're in. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. And what about Oregon Washington winner? Michigan and the Michigan and the winner of Oregon and Washington are locked in. They're both in. Yes. That's your top four. And I'm saying That's, that now you've got Florida State undefeated left out. You're going to put Florida State in above Georgia with one loss? Fuck no. Well, that's no that's way. what the everything I've read says that's going to happen if Alabama well, wins. If do you really think committee... Alabama's going to win? Of course I do. What's the spread and how much money can I put on it? <laughs> uh, what is the spread? I want to say it's. Is it CBS says it as uh, my, uh, Georgia given six. Yeah, it's CBS is always different. Okay, well, look, I'll, I'll, anybody who wants we'll, to, we'll do that off. We we're not allowed to bet on uh, the the pod, but yeah, we'll we'll take care of that off off pod. Okay. But yeah, the reason uh, they went to a live person committee was to get rid of these computer rankings that, you know, like doesn't factor in the reality. The reality is FSU has a backup quarterback who sucks. I mean, Florida should have beat them, except we beat ourselves. Their stupid fucking coach. But like, (laughs) here we go. Georgia with holding on to this. No, I can't stand it. Oregon so has a loss, right? Oregon yeah, has Oregon has a loss. Yeah, they lost to Washington. All of those teams. Field goal. If you think Oregon and Florida State going head to head, do you think you? I mean, I have Oregon winning that game by two touchdowns. I'm not being biased here. 
Like Florida State is Oregon is really fucking good. So, well, but Bo Nix is is not going to beat Florida State. They're, they don't have the same. Oh, no, I know. And it, in the that's going to be a shame that one of these teams who is clearly better than Florida State right now in their current form. I'm not saying when Jordan Travis was there in their current form. And it's one of the rule, like the bylaws of this committee or whatever that you says you have to take Injuries. in players who, availability. Yep. Who is Florida State beaten? Nobody. LSU. They beat, they beat LSU. Okay, they that's beat it. LSU. Week, First game week of the year. One. Week one. What's Clemson's record? They have four losses. So I don't, who cares? They should have lost to Clemson. Guy missed a thirty-yard field goal. Um, I think that's. I, I think that's just as damaging to Florida State as the quarterback situation. Their their uh, schedule. Yeah, they haven't their played. Schedule anybody. was atrocious. No. Yeah, but that didn't keep Cincinnati out a few years ago. Yeah, but that was exciting. I don't no, know. Bill. Crushed. I. I mean, obviously, I would love to see Georgia and Alabama in together. If the Alabama won, I just, I don't see, I don't see Georgia getting in over some of these teams like Texas, Oregon. Uh, you know, one loss teams. What do, What do you do with Oklahoma, uh, the Ohio State? If Georgia and Ohio State have one loss, what do you do? Oh, Ohio State's out in, in that scenario. They're, they're, yeah, because Michigan's getting in. I mean, yeah, jo- and I think uh, Georgia gets in over Oregon. Ohio State's I, offense is pure, stops in the red zone. Oh, oh, Georgia beat gets in over Oregon on pure SEC bias. I think because they're likely to give the Heisman to Bo Nix, I think they're going to want. Bo Nix, the Heisman winner, playing in one of those four games. So if Oregon beats Washington, I think Oregon's going to be in it. They're they're totally in if Washington loses, for sure. Right. So if you put Oregon and Washington's and Washington, done at that point. So you put Oregon and Michigan in. If Oregon beats Washington, you got two slots left. And you're saying if Alabama beats Georgia, you got Alabama, Georgia, and Texas is going to be left out. I uh, maybe maybe I don't. That's tough. They that's tough. How are they playing now? I mean, Texas is great. Georgia's been the best team in the country the whole season, right? Yeah. It's hard to, last if they slip up in a close two years, game. Solid. Undefeated yeah. the last they, two years. It's tough to take them out of the playoff if they slip up in a close game in the SEC championship Agreed. game. They went undefeated yeah. the last if it's, season. If it's, a, if it's, a, but, if it's like a, a 27-24, you know, uh, type game and Alabama wins on a field goal or another. All right. Well, let's, let's, then, let's yeah. ask the more realistic question. Okay. So, and this is the obvious Oregon, say Oregon wins and Georgia wins, which is probably what's going to happen because Bama's not that good. Um, so assuming that's what happens, then what do you have? You got Michigan, Georgia, Georgia and one Oregon and Texas, right? No, well, then you probably have Florida State get, go in at four if they win. Even over Texas. Oh, okay. I would so you got so. Florida State going in over Texas. Because you don't have don't the want, Alabama, I don't you don't have the Texas to. Alabama issue if Alabama loses. So you yeah. can deny Texas with an undefeated Florida State. Uh, Oof. That's right? tough. That's tough. It's tough, but the only reason I would have them, I mean, if Bama beats Georgia, which is the number one team in the nation and who's not lost in two fucking years, that seems different to me. Then you knock out Florida State. Bama has to go. 
But if they lose and it's just like, mm. here we are. All right, so all uh, these yeah, games are milk, all these I, games I, are next weekend. I agree weekend. with you on that, Milk. All I, these I games are this weekend, and and the, yeah. the selection is Sunday. And yeah. and, and but there is one real quick one other game. Little it's too late for real here. quick on this on this discussion. SMU yeah. and Tulane playing in the American Athletic Conference Championship <laughs> for the first time <laughs> since oh, death penalty. SMU's playing for a championship. Go ponies! I'll save your, Tulane to the buzzer six, beater. Year six uh, bowl game bid on the line. Yeah. Michigan's right. Any, anything else thing, in college? The last thing that Michigan wants is for Georgia to lose because they go to number one and that guarantees them a first round matchup against an SEC team. They're going to play Georgia or Bama in, in the first round of playoff. That's the last thing you want to do. That's that's a good point. All right. Anything else? All right, look. We got to do a little uh, Formula One here. We'll, I'll keep it real, real brief here. To, um, but I, I really hate to do this. We have to have a little Max and Red Bull appreciation moment, though. Um, what an unbelievable season that Verstappen and the Red Bull team put together. Um, these are some of the records that were broken by Max in 2023. We had first of all, we had 19 wins, uh, highest percentage of wins in a season, most wins in a season, most points in a season, most consecutive wins, most podiums in a season, most laps led in a season, highest percentage of laps led in a season, most consecutive wins from pole, most wins from pole in a season, biggest points gap between first and second in standing, most consecutive races as championship leader, most consecutive points scored, most consecutive top twos. Most hat tricks, most pit stops by the winning driver in one race. Only driver to win three times in one country. And the only driver ever to lead a thousand laps in a season. Complete and utter dominance. And if you appreciate, um, you know, just a, a dominating performance and really true excellence in a sport, then despite the fact that Max is a little bit of a fucking prick, um, you really got to tip your hat to him and to the team for this season. When I, when I heard, <laughs> when I heard that in the off season, instead of just going, relaxing, partying, skydiving, that he was going to another circuit to help develop young drivers so that they can, you know, I think, Max likes the persona of like, I think some of it's shtick. Like when he's in the car and he's arguing with Red Bull, I think he knows like he's got a little bad boy reputation, but I think overall the guy is, I think he's going to probably end up beating everything. I think he's going to beat Hamilton and Schumacher. He's got a ways to go. And there's a lot of technology in between now and then. So house, what I hear you saying is that Pope has ordered his Red Bull hat. (laughs) (laughs) you're assuming he doesn't already have one yeah all right well just just to close off on this so of course sergio came in second in the in the championship uh and then lewis you know who had a bad year um came in third followed by old man fernando uh and charles at fifth and then as far as the teams go you had red bull um more than doubling up 
Mercedes in the points. Mercedes came in second by three points over Ferrari. And then probably the team that had has the most to look forward to right now is McLaren came in fourth. Um, McLaren with two really young drivers. Uh, Oscar Piastri, who's a rookie this year, he came in ninth overall. Uh, and, and of course, Lando's a pretty good young driver. So interesting stuff. Um, I really hate to say it, though. I think you're looking at the 24 season. And you have to assume that it's going to be a little bit more of the same at the top. Uh, I don't think there's any reason to think that Verstappen and Red Bull are going to come back to, to the pack and it's going to be any more intriguing. That's going to be bad for the brand. Um, I mean, you saw what happened Boring. in Vegas. Yeah. People in Vegas well, uh, were paying a ton for the hotels and everything else when the when it was first announced. And by the time the race came along, they were practically giving away the hotels because people weren't interested anymore. They overpriced yeah. it. But I, what I want to know is if Lewis really did place that call, as Christian Horner said to Red Bull, the managing director of Red Bull, Christian Horner, claims that Lewis made a phone call asking about whether or not Checo's seat was going to be available and Lewis could race with Red Bull. I find it highly doubtful, but I don't know why Horner would have said Chris, it. Christian never said it was Lewis himself. He said it was his dad. Still crazy. Agree. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's yeah, pretty crazy. That's, that's but does che- is Checo guaranteed a, a Red Bull seat in 24? Have they, yeah. have they said that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, that would be- look, the, the, the only thing, the only response to, to that is as far as, um, you know, Verstappen and Red Bull having first place locked up again. I think, you know, like you see in soccer um, and, and European sports in general, I mean, I think there's there's more intrigue and interest in seeing how the rest of the field shakes out. Americans, we, we like to see the champion. We like competition for that. I think the European audience appreciates some of the down track stuff that still makes it interesting uh, and exciting for them. They, they, they're they okay, you know, fighting for their team to come in fourth instead of sixth. Um, and that's just not a very American trait. So. I think, I think to even things up, they, they should make Red Bull take the Ferrari principle next year. <laughs> Has and money. and Carlos signs as engineer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's get to punchable faces. Don't call it a comeback. House, I think you got one. I do have one. I don't know if you guys saw in the um the Dolphins Jets game, the very talented defensive end for the Dolphins, Jalen Phillips, tore his Achilles. And yeah. He is one of endless roadkill at that stadium. And it's really affecting the product on the field. Um, you know, Sterling Shepard, Raheem Mostert, uh, Nick Bosa, the, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, something has got to be done about that Meadowlands field. And the fact that they replaced it, they had a chance this past offseason to replace it with actual turf. And instead, they went again to a synthetic turf. And it's clearly a problem. And something's got to be done about it. And I, I think that whoever's in charge there, I don't know who's in charge of choosing that turf, but whoever that is deserves a punch in the face. Because for some of these guys, particularly Achilles injuries, 
you know, as an edge rusher, I'm not sure that you ever fully come back from that. And it's just because of stubbornness to replace a playing surface. And it's long overdue, but the SMQBs are finally going to take that stadium down. When you hear them change the turf finally, it's it's going to be because the SMQBs. Why won't they change it? What is the reason? Is it money or? I'm sure it's money. The, the, The players have been complaining about the field and the facilities as long as I can remember. I mean, you could go back and listen to what Harry Carson used to say about that place. There's like a cancer cluster among players as well from playing in that shithole. Jeez. It's hard to believe that happens in the New York stadium for two yeah. New York teams. Hard to believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got like a punch. FedEx field. Yeah, I got a punch I want to throw speaking of FedEx field. So, you know, the commanders got their asses. The commanders got their asses whipped. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day in Dallas. And there was a moment where Dallas got a touchdown and they had this whole plan um, to to eat turkey legs on TV. And and they all went in and they, they had turkey legs stashed away somewhere. Um, and I don't want to punch Dallas for doing that. I want to punch the commander's defense and the players for not going over there and just absolutely starting a melee with the Cowboys. Yes. yes. On a, on a on a day where they did an a Sean Taylor appreciation video. You think Sean Taylor would have put up with that shit for one moment? No. Oh. Dexter Manley, Charles Mann, um name name any of the great defensive Butts. players, Dave Butts. Um no way that the Cowboys get out of there without at least one ACL porn. Uh, in that situation. And I'll tell you, it's pathetic. And so I'm punching the commander's defense. That right there tells you there's no pride in that defense to let Dallas do that. You should punch uh, the commander's and, defense for giving up four, 38 points. Well, that too, but 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 otherwise just, they wouldn't have had the turkey legs. Well, like I said, I'm not blaming Dallas. I mean, I mean, Dallas is considering they haven't won shit in 40 years. It's kind of stupid, but come on, this I'm is one of the biggest the day for Jerry Jones and football. Right. Anyway, that's my punch. The commanders have a little pride. Uh, and don't don't let them show you up like that. Get over there and kick somebody's ass. That's my punch. I agree with that. That was horrifying. Yeah, I do too. It was awesome. So, any other punches? Do we have a lasso? I have a what's what's gonna be a controversial lasso at this point. Um oh, good. Dope slap? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, when a, when a fifth-round draft pick from Sacramento State steps in in his second year and then leads the league in interceptions returned for touchdowns and sets a record to Ron oh, Bland. God. I think that? you have, as much as we hate the cow pukes, you have to. Oh, come on. You what have is- to root for this oh. guy. This he's no, I don't. He, he, he was a fifth round pick out of Sacramento State. He was sitting on the bench, and Diggs gets hurt. He steps in. He's better than Diggs. He's he, they could they could do without Diggs and all of his head case problems and be just fine. Good players are a lasso. He, not, I just I'm think it's playing, I, I like I like I like to root for, <laughs> for unknown low draft picks who make it big. It's it's a it's a nice story. He has more picks for 
six in one year than Ronnie Lott had in his entire career. That's that you have to submit, admit that's impressive. House, house, don't worry. I'm not playing the. I'm not playing the lasso. Club. Doesn't it need three you know, votes for a lasso? <laughs> vote on. Listen, lasso. I hate the Cowboys more than I hate any other football team. In fact, I really don't hate any football teams except the Cowboys, and it pains me to do this, but it, it's a it's a nice young kid story. He's 24 years old. You need about. to give one to Devito, man. Devito to Schmido. Yeah, Devito's a better lasso than this douche. It's because nah. he's costing him draft. Picks. Devito's killing me in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any other any other lassos? <laughs> All right, who's got a who's got a buzzer beater? I've got one. You know, when Shadur Sanders missed the final game against Utah, everyone thought it was he had a hand injury. Turns out he has a fracture in his back. Bad. That he's been playing through for a couple of games. Uh yeah, let's hope he's supposedly coming back to Colorado next year. Let's hope he's healthy. Have you seen the recruiting situation there? Yeah, oh, not, good. not good. Yeah. Not good. Jumping People don't want to play up. there now. Sanders Sanders may not make it through next year. He might just leave after this year. So I guess he's yeah. not going to be the Bama coach after all. No. That's apparently what Saban wants. So any other so any buzzer beaters? Who's my got buzzer, buzzer beater, which we're going to post on our social media, the Premier League goal of the year was scored this weekend. If you've not seen the bicycle kick yet from Alejandro Garnacho. Is he a teenager still? He's 19 years old. Yeah. He's 19 years old, and this goal is bananas. It is just awesome. So that's part one. And part two is uh, it's not a lasso, but it is a buzzer beater. A, a team that was two years ago, two and 12, is now playing for their second consecutive AAC title. And other than one loss to Ole Miss when Michael Pratt was injured in that game, Tulane could have been an undefeated season and we'll see what happens against SMU. I think SMU's going to be weak playing without a yeah, quarterback. Starting quarterback is starting out quarterback broken leg. leg, but yeah, it's a great story what they've done that. It'll be interesting to see where Willie Fritz coaches next year. Cause I don't think Tulane's going to be able to keep him. That's it. Maybe it'll be in Gainesville. Could be. Well, more Duke. Cause uh, Duke's looking for a, uh, coach, because their guy's going. Mike Elko is going back to Texas A and M, which is um, they they tried to hire Mark Stoops, and there was a revolt uh, by the alumni uh, and the fans, and so they basically rescinded his offer without uh, it ever being disclosed. Uh, but everybody knew about it, and then uh, Elko came in the next day. So still a mess down at A and M. Another buzzer. Oh. The the Raiders need to take the interim tag off of Antonio Pierce. He's a good head coach, and he's got that team going in the right direction. Milk, you got a buzzer? Any other buzzer beaters? All right. Take care, you guys. Go away.
The SMQBs are Brian Bandwagon Pope, who hails from Dallas, Texas, and has never met a first-place team that he didn't have a personal connection to. Michael Rooster Phelan, hailing from Richmond, and who roots for teams from New York, or is it Boston? I can't remember which it was. One or the other. Also, Patrick Milk Michaeler from Tampa Bay, and he is still massively in love with Tom Brady and will never get over his man crush on the GOAT. Toby House Milrod, a long-suffering sports fan, hailing from Philadelphia, whose Eagles team, mm, they're still looking for another quarterback. And I am Chris Bison Nace, hailing from Washington, District of Champions. Thanks for listening.